Talking Beyond Science Fiction broadcast. I'm Jim Wilhelm from Detroit. Uh, and this is Eric Smith from Sioux Falls. And we have a program for you tonight. How close to the end times are we at the end times? Um, what's going on this week and uh, how does that all fit in? So, Eric, if you want to take off first. Sure. So, um, I don't know if everybody's heard, but... Uh, you know, they've been working on, uh, Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, has been working on a new platform, Frank Speech, which is going to be a new social platform and video platform for basically having uncensored um, way of communicating with each other and uploading videos because we know that we're experiencing mass censorship through YouTube and all the other types of apparatuses that now exist because they're trying to basically cover up what's actually going on. Um, so... What's great about this is Mike Lindell is is actually uh, having a rally uh, gathering in the state of South Dakota uh, in a town called Mitchell, South Dakota. Now, our audience is probably not familiar with it, but Mitchell is it's a smaller town. I don't think it's more than ten or twenty thousand people, but um, it's known for uh, kind of a tourist trap type thing, and it's got a something called a corn plant palace there. And that corn palace is basically it's got Every year they decorate the outside of it with, with corn and stuff like that. They've, there's all kinds of artistic type work inside, and it's kind of just a tourist trap in general. So that really anyway, is corny then, isn't it? It is. It is. It ah. is. <laughs> but I, it, I find it significant that uh, Mike Lindell has chosen South Dakota as the launching platform for um, this social media platform. And for our audience, I, you know, I know what they're doing. They're basically getting ready to start exposing much of the voter fraud that's been going on. Now, everything is going really, really well in Maricopa County in Arizona, which is uh, the big county that was defrauded in the Arizona. So they're doing their forensic audit right now, and they're finding all kinds of stuff. And they're, you know, they're, they're, the deep state is really starting to panic. So... You're going to probably see a lot of blackout uh, with the regular media sources. So this frank speech platform is kind of probably be the go-to to go to to actually get information as things start to come out, because this election is going to be overturned. And you know, for our audience, you know, thinking, well, you know, Eric, the, the election is over. You're 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 crazy. You you're not right. You're you. You need some medication or something like that. And, uh, and I keep telling you that Mike Lindell said by August that um, Trump would be at, back in. So I think the focal point is to watch the summer. This is where everything's going to change. Now, you said something, they planned something at Mount Rushmore? Well, so basically the Biden administration has tried to ban uh, Fourth of July. And our governor is saying, no. We are going to have our 4th of July celebration at Mush Mount Rushmore with fireworks. You're not going to stop us, and we're going to counter sue, sue you anyway because the Biden administration just basically tried to ban all types of 4th of July celebrations and fireworks this summer because of COVID. You know, So for our audience, I need you to understand that Trump, Lindell, my governor, Christy Nome, they're working together, but I've known that for quite some time. So, but anyways, they're growing. This this is going to be a good focal point, I think, for people to watch this summer. 
uh, as the, all this voter fraud actually ends up getting exposed. Most likely it started in Arizona and once they, you know, got it figured out in that big county, Maricopa County, it, it'll just spread out from there. It'll be kind of a domino effect. So, but this is going to happen. This is real. It's going to come as a shock to a lot of people that think the election's over. It's not, you know, it's hard to stand on this because, you know, when you tell people this, they look at you like you're crazy, you know. But, you know, I, I saw the, the opinion polls recently and they were trying to say that Biden had accomplished more than Trump did for the first 100 uh, days. That is so insane. I don't know how anybody in a right mind could even begin to believe that. He's brought us almost on the verge of nuclear war with uh, with Russia. Um, he's now reversing his position to much embarrassment on the border of Mexico. And he's reinforcing non-fly uh, zone areas that uh, Trump originally initiated that he attacked him for. So, I mean, this guy's just a whirlwind of, uh, of paradoxical dichotomies. It's just he's an oxymoron. Well, yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a puppet. He's a puppet. He's, he's a not puppet. really doing anything. He's incompetent in what he's doing. He's not. He's being. He's a stand-up guy, and everybody else is doing the all the actions behind him, making all the decisions. And I think as time has progressed on, people are are probably getting a little nervous as to he's not in control. It's very very obvious. Anybody read Das Kapital, which is the Communist Manifesto that Karl Marx wrote? If anybody actually ever read uh, Saul Alansky's um, Rules for uh, Radicals, rules, rules for Radicals, this is right out of both books. Yep. You know, get people to uh, degrade and belittle and eliminate their national holidays, their sense of national pride and, and whatnot. So what in the heck does Fourth of July have anything to do with a stupid flu virus? That's what I want to know. You can't have because of the public gatherings. But yet it's okay to it's okay to have bars open, um, uh, burlesque joints open, and right. you can have uh, uh, violent protests and rallies and riots. That's okay, but not church gatherings or a gathering for a social event like a Fourth um, of July celebration holiday. It's insane. Uh, even, I mean, there's a whole lot of Democrats now. Oh my gosh, there was a, I didn't even catch the name or the governor or the state of the governor. This one governor, a Democrat governor, said this Democratic Party has turned into a cult. Not O-C-C-U-L-T, a C-U-L-T, a cult. Yep. They're acting like a cult in their activities, in their beliefs. They're just straight so far away from any kind of platform. It's insane. Yep. Uh, there was Biden was uh, said in some kind of an abominable prayer that he was he was thanking God that they had disassociated themselves with uh, Roe versus Wade. Um, uh, right to life movement, man, dude, you know, you're gonna be held accountable for that as a national, as a national president, that you accept the mass murder of and genocide of babies. I don't be in your shoes, man. Well, you know, you have the genocide of children, but you know, you even have the, you know, we have the whole child sacrificing element, you know, that no one wants to talk about, no one wants to deal with. More and more people are becoming aware that it's it's real. It's real, yeah. It's, and it's real, and it and, and it's probably going to shock. Unfortunately, it's going to hit everybody because you know you're going to find out that it's not. You know, you'll see. Obviously, it's politicians and 
you know, heads of companies and, but, but, but it's going to come down even lower, you know, you're going to find that, you know, even within a lot of your local cities, you know, you'll have, you know, people in positions of leadership that are also involved with it or covering it up. So it's even going to affect churches. So there's already been, um, uh, more than one finger pointing towards red cross in, uh, aborted fetuses and how they are rapidly getting them relocated to a place where they're being used not for for scientific experimentation and for the actually use of of uh uh using their fetal blood for inoculations for just all kinds of horrible what does uh, the name of that starts with an aid adren adrenochrome or something yep like you got it yep. yeah um just insane stuff uh, red cross that's a long trusted name that we've all trusted uh, Gerber baby food. I mean, these are names that yeah. have always been associated with uh, mom's apple pie, American flag, and and all that stuff. No, they've been bought out by George Soros and other New World uh, globalists, and they are doing all the snaky, uh, disgusting, horrible things. This yeah. is all brought out. And Mark, start Mark, <clears throat> Mark Taylor said to 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 be aware of charitable organization organizations doing things in the name of good works. Now, you know, at my church, we had the most unusual meeting in the last couple of weeks. We had a major figure in our church that what ended up being a bit disappointment was, um, I don't want to get too specific, but let's just say he was involved in sexual liaisons with more than one person in our Bible study. He was the most dynamic teacher I've ever seen or knew of, and all of a sudden he backslides and just... Um, the cascading effect was was horrible, but it showed me that like too many of the other churches that aren't even aware of the, most of the things that you and I talk about, um, they are aware that the enemy can send people to cause division and everything, but but um, they're not aware sometimes of, of if you don't address these problems and really make an effort to try to have things change, you have to actively find out who all got hurt. Let's try to heal those people. Let's try to help those people. Not to bring them out to shame them or to make them feel bad, but to know that, wow, we're sorry. We were supposed to protect you. We didn't, when we allowed, we're taking a certain amount of responsibility that we failed. We want to apologize. Will you let us help you now? And this is the effort that I think all of us really want to do. But um, we had a discussion today. We're going to go into a week of fasting and prayer in May. There's a national day of prayer, I think around 6th or 7th. We're going to use, use that as our kickoff point. We're going to maybe spend a week or more until we can get some serious answers, you know, from the Lord. But, you know, fasting and praying is one of the first steps to getting some real answers. Fasting and praying more for ourselves to make sure that we get ourselves out of the way, that we can hear from God to find out what our, what our shortcomings were, that we didn't see this. Now, sometimes this is all part of God's plan to bring out the tares and see them for who they really are and the wheat to see who they are. So there's just so many different dynamics working here that no one single human being can know really for sure what to do or what not to do. We have to let this be given to God. We have to give ourselves broken before him and say, Lord, show me what I do to fit in. How can I pray for others? How can, you know, who do I pray for? What, what damage has been done? You know, how do I how do I let you undo this? How can you give us the wisdom, the discernment, the heart that you have to be full of grace and mercy? Um, the discernment to know who's a wheat and tear or whatever. Um, and, you know, and, and we have a mixture, you know, the age old, uh, you know, confrontation of uh, Arminius and Calvinism. 
I'm a Colmanius Pentecostal, so I kind of bridge the gap. You are too. And fortunately, the owners of this company, our company, this the owners of this organization that have nine different homes for the homeless uh, and um, a rehab uh, thing are Calvinists who are spirit-filled, who um, understand almost everything that I have in my museum. They have a full understanding. As a matter of fact, they were praying for God to lead them to somebody to, you know, to to understand this more from a biblical perspective. Then they fell, came across uh, Echoes of Enoch, and then they got elated because I was just down the road from them. So they called me up and invited me over. I was going to, I'd already been there one time already anyway, because they, most of their people were former uh, residents that I knew from uh, Peacemakers with uh, Pastor Steve Upshur. So this is almost like Peacemakers Next Generation. These people got cleaned, they got uh, directed, they got motivated into different areas of ministry, and now they're ready to spread their wings and, and fly and learn how to be what uh, Pastor Steve had prepared them and cleaned them up and helped them uh, get to. Now we're the second stage where we are like a training ground ministry, where we allow these people to get up and give sermons, to give uh, uh, teachings, whatever their gifts are, you know, to be able to be used of, of the Lord, and anywhere from helps to whatever the gifts might be. And it sounds like a great idea and it was it is it still is but like anything that starts to grow and starts to produce you know good fruit the enemy comes in there and tries to wipe us out like a sieve and we've been heavily attacked but the thing is we've been praying with each other praying for each other listening to each other staying transparent and sharing our burdens to each other our suspicions our thoughts man if you can't do that you will never get anywhere if you keep anything in the dark you're going to get divided and conquered so we've been trying to do this the best we can. And so tonight at our meeting on things to do and, you know, and of all things, this was a night that was supposed to be a big meeting, big turnout. The main guy hasn't been there for three weeks, which that is even God's got a hand in that. I don't understand why or how you can be someone who's going to start off as a pastoral position. And you're going to miss three weeks in a row. It just doesn't uh, sound too um, disciplined. Uh, no. And I, so I don't know. I mean, maybe attack and beat up and we need to be there for them. I, we don't know. And because we don't know, we need to know before we react or say anything or do anything. So um, it was a small turnout. Everybody's at first, they almost had, well, God, do we just make it a short night and go or what? You know, I said, no, God's still here. Okay. There's five of us here. There should be 25 here. You know what? The people that are supposed to be are, are here and the Holy Spirit is here. God is here. He can bless us and give us exactly what we need is why we're here. We got to look at it. This is that everybody that was supposed to be here tonight is here. And now we can expect God to talk, to bless, that we can be a blessing to him. He can be a blessing to us. So let's just go on as if nothing ever happened. We just, you know, be joyful that God is going to meet us and answer us. So, you know, we approached it with that idea. We prayed with that attitude. And, man, God gave us a discussion that is really starting to get things working in a right, positive way. One of the things we discussed, I would, I, I would almost bet that if we could see it from the heavenly perspective, maybe for the church, for the first church board elder leadership, per se, maybe, discussed the fact that what we are dealing with is not only wheat and tares. And one guy, I love him. He's probably the most graceful pastoral counseling type of person that you'd ever want in, in any church. But he's having a hard time with some of the supernatural stuff that we deal with. So I was trying to explain to him. I said, I said, you know, the thing is, 
we have the normal parameters that we're all used to dealing with. I said, you know, um, blankety blank, I almost said his name. I don't want to say it. But I said, yeah. you know, you've dealt with the spirit of Jezebel. And Jezebel is very patient, very crafty, very charismatic, very manipulative. And they can wait a long time to develop their plan for division. They won't just come up, you know, right away and do everything. And I said, well, can you imagine somebody that has existed since time creation, that knows history better than you do, that knows you better than you, uh, at least your relationship and, and your life and pattern and bad habits, good habits or whatever. Can you imagine having them walking in here with a nurse suit looking just like you or me? And he looked and, and he was kind of shocked. And I said, no, that's what we have to deal with. We are warned in the Bible in the last days, there would be those that would come in our midst, twice dead, plucked up by the roots, wandering stars whom reserved everlasting darkness. Those yep, are out, of the book, out of the book of Jude. Yep. Those are non-human beings. They look just like us. They are age old. I, and he says, I'm not going to start looking for bugs under rocks. And I said, that's what I'm always accused of. And that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm talking about here. I said, I have had two of them infiltrate ministries that I've been in already. I attract them like a magnet because of who I am and what I'm doing and the ministry that I have. And I said, I can almost assure you that we have, if we don't have them here now, they are going to be here very soon. But I said, I think we already have one. I don't know who it is. I have no idea. And I'm not even going to start guessing. That's what I mean. When you start trying to guess in your own power, then you're going to start looking for bugs under rocks. I said, I'm not doing that. But I need you need to know that this is what we are going to be up against in, in the end times. Because half of our ministry is familiar with this work and accept my work. They, there was enough there, a couple of them, that reinforced what I was saying. And he was rather shocked. But when I when I was able to sit and talk and tell him, no, he says, he says well, how do you get rid of him? I said, I don't. I said, I let the Lord do that. I said, I think like a Calvinist and act like an Armenian. I'm going to have the hope and prayer that, that they themselves could have a redeemable value to him. I'm not going to play God. I don't know. Now, God can tell me. And whether you're an Armenian or a Calvinist, here's how he can tell you. God already knows who made it and who didn't make it because he's outside of time. So you know what? Think to ask him, Lord, is this a weed or a tear? Did he make it or did he not make it? If you're an Armenian, you can deal with that and you can get an answer because it's called foreknowledge because he lives outside of time. Now, for you and me, being a Calvinist, there's two seeds. Is this guy a weed or a tear? Can you just let me know that? Oh, he's a yep. tear. Okay, well, you know, I, tears aren't going to heaven because they're on the other seed. So yep. it's simple for us. See, that's the problem. The Calvinist model fits Quantum physics, it fits everything that the scriptures say we're going to be faced with and up against. Um, yep. The honest model doesn't. It's no. going to leave people short and, and blind. So, but I didn't get into that part because it it's just a matter of semantics. It doesn't matter. God has a way for both camps to be comfortable and faithful to what they believe in without compromising their positions. It's a matter of, look at the finished end. Is this person producing fruit or is he producing division? Um you can look at people or organizations. Some will say, well, IHOP is, you know, they're crazy, you know, crazies. You know what? And I used to think bad about IHOP at one time when it first came out, only yep. because I heard what other people had said about it. But, sure. you know, after 10 years, um, man, after after 10 years, Eric, I have seen the fruit of the, most of the people that come out of IHOP, the younger people. They're pastors, they're youth pastors, they're ministers. And, I mean, they're not just up there playing churchy church. These are people that are leading hundreds to, to Jesus. They have fruit that is just unbelievable, faithful, dedicated to the Lord, deep relationships. You, I, I, so I don't care what their theology is. I may not agree with all their theology either, but you got to look at what they're saying and what they're doing. And the doing is what proves what they're saying. 
they're seeing people come to Christ in masses and they're seeing them grow. They're seeing them as individual characters who are disciplined, who love the Lord, who are graceful, faithful servants. So you know what? To me, that that stops any mouth. I don't care what your theology is against them. If you can't see that and see that they're giving life and producing life for the kingdom, how can you call them a wolf in sheep's clothing? How can you call them, oh, they're, they're teaching false things and doing bad things? If getting people saved and getting into all the world and preaching the gospel, if you want to see this called an end is bad, then man, maybe you got to reevaluate where what side you're on. My Bible tells me, and they will know that we are Christians by the love we have for one another. That every camp keeps fighting each other, calling each other false prophets, calling each other wolves in sheep's clothing. As long as you're telling your brother or sister, whether you're an Arminius telling it to a Calvinist, or whether you're a Calvinist talking to an Arminius, whether you're a Trinitarian talking to a oneness, whether you're talking. I mean, good God, when does this madness stop? We got to get unified, people, and we're not. And we got to be ready to face X-File kind of crazy things that are going to happen. They're going to be there. Now, I can't make you prove this or anything. God told me this, and you got to believe me because God told me. I can say, hey, it's like, you know, the uh, Willy Wonka? Yes. Remember he told the little girl, don't eat him. Don't eat it. Don't eat right. the Don't eat the butter. You know, and then so he's just matter of factly, he's not begging her or anything. He says, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Like twiddling of some. Because he knew she was going to eat it anyway. Right. Now you're, you know, now what? Well, you had to learn the hard way. And so for some of us, as the ones with the prophetic gifts, that's about what we got to do. We got to literally have to detach ourselves from trying to make people believe it. And to just, you put the seat out, you gave them the word. That's all you can do. Now get away from it. You've done your job. You can't do anything more. You can't, you can't force them, convince them, debate them into uh, believing it. You planted a seed. Now wait until things happen. And then the next thing you know, they're going to come running to you. Go, oh, my God, I didn't know you were telling the truth. I, like, what's that one commercial? Uh, what is the Geico com- or the, no, uh, the general commercial? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we kept you out in the weeds because, you know, we thought you lost it. And he's, and he says, but now we see that you actually, well, that's what I kind of told you, wasn't it? Right. And that's kind of what we have to do. We just have to sit and wait and be patient. The events and things are going to catch up and we're no longer going to be the laughing stock. We're going to be released, realize, oh, my God. Well, well like, I, being back in office. Like, yeah. Well, I, I, I can, you know, for example, for, you know, even the audience, all, all the audience has to do is, you know, go to Fox News, go to Tucker Carlson's latest segments. He's been doing a lot of UFO stuff um, as of lately. I mean, it's it's getting to the point now where uh, people are going to have to kind of stand at attention and start addressing this. There is going to be no more hiding anymore, you know, from this. It's coming, whether it you is. like it or not. It's coming, and you, we got to get equipped um, for the that end time deception. The long-awaited thing the UFO community has been waiting for was disclosure. Now it is included in the uh, COVID package yes. yep. that to reveal the secrets that the government has now. Uh, Pentagon has finally admitted that these photographs that have been all over the internet showing yep. these triangular ships are real. They are authentic, yes. real, and legitimate. You know how big that is? I mean, well, we're, they're getting ready for disclosure. They are. Uh, but obviously, like you've always said, it'll be disclosure. Um, according, to always, according to them, their twist on it. Yep. Um, we're not going to have the full truth from them. We know what the truth is, but they aren't going to display it in a way that's it's going to be obvious um, I to the to say, people. As being a kid, 
25 years ago, I wrote my book. I had all this scenario already out there. It's going to happen. And now it's starting to happen. I'm going, goody, goody. All right. Yeah. See, I told you so. It's Here's right. a copyright. No, I didn't. I didn't watch this movie and get it. I said this 20 years before that movie ever came out. Now, maybe they read right. my book and decided to make a, you know, the movie out of it. But yeah. um, <clears throat> it's it's really happening. But you know what? I we've about reached our limit. I think we did a pretty good show for a lot of you to start thinking about stuff. Look it up. Uh, go on the Internet and look out uh, some of these things. Start investigating on a uh, United States Space Force secret program, secret space program that the elites have. Uh, look at Dr. John Trump and find out, you know, some background about him and Nikola Tesla. I mean, these things are things that can be checked out. Look out the Pizzagate. Look out for um, the ancient uh, practices done on uh, Mount Hermon. Look up um, uh, in the Hebrew a passage where it says that they caused their children to pass through the fire. See what the original Hebrew is on that. It doesn't take rocket science to figure it out. You can go to Blue Book Bible online for free and look up uh, what's the word for... Um, pass through the fire in that text and it'll tell you oh yep. they were eating and drinking the blood and eating the the uh babies their children yes. that's just what like the elite do nowadays yep. it's the same thing nothing is ever it's the same as it ever was like the old uh, uh talking heads uh, <laughs> song it's the same as it ever was okay. nothing changed nothing new is under the sun is what the ecclesiastes says so anyways guys that's it for tonight um I think uh, we've given you enough to check on, and uh, next week is going to be another week, and you'd be surprised what will happen in just one week. So yep. we'll find out next week to find out uh, what interesting things we're going to be talking about then. All right. Good night, and God bless. Good night, and God bless, everybody.